Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, here with John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar, to profile Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver out of the Ohio State University. We're going to cover the tape, cover the stats, give you everything you need to know about his fantasy football and NFL draft projection here over the next 10 or so minutes. Before we get into it, I want to remind folks that you can get all of our info at patreon.com slash rookie big board, the rankings, the Discord access. Ask draft and rookie and trade insight questions to me and John, just $3 a month. John Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, a tremendous wideout prospect here. Run us through the background. What an amazing 18 months watching this young man in 2021 and 2022. He was unbelievable in 2021, and we're going to discuss that. And he fell off the map because of injuries in 2022. But we have to go back, Matt, and look at his high school career. He was a five-star prospect, and he was in the top 50 rankings in 2019. In 13 games as a senior in high school, his numbers are absolutely ridiculous, Matt. 104 receptions for 2,094 yards and 35 touchdowns. I mean, that's almost three touchdowns a game. He was named the Texas 6A State Player of the Year, and he played in the Army All-American game and participated in the opening finals. As a junior the year before, he was the leading receiver in the Dallas area with 97 receptions for 1,828 yards and 20 touchdowns. Matt, I don't talk about high school too much, but his numbers are so unbelievable. And he only had one year of college production. I think it's worth looking at. When he finished his high school career in 44 games, he had 5,346 career receiving yards and 82 touchdowns. That's just incredible. So we look back to Ohio State as a true freshman in 2020. He played in seven games and was tops among freshmen with 10 catches for 49 yards and one touchdown. If you just look at those numbers, Matt, it might be, eh. However, that team, if you remember like you and I do, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, all first-round picks were in Buckeyes uniforms that year. Remember, Williams went over to Alabama. So by 2021 there was an opportunity for JSN to get on the field. And Matt, he just took advantage of that. The Buckeyes had two future first-round picks in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Their third, technically, third receiver was JSN. But I don't think he was really a third receiver statistically. He had 95 receptions. For 1,606 yards, he broke 20-year-old Big Ten receiving yards record by Lee Evans, 
who had 1,554 yards in 2001. And I remember that, Matt. And the game of the year, that Rose Bowl game between Ohio State and Utah, 48-45, the Buckeyes won. And JSN was the offensive MVP with 347 yards and 15 receptions with three touchdowns, including the game winner. Man, he was just unbelievable. I mean, we profiled him on our Debbie show. He was the top of the rankings in college fantasy football. And last year, Matt, he only played in two games, five catches for 43 yards. And I know his production was out of the slot in 2021 when you are playing with future NFL first-round picks. But, Matt, tell our viewers what you saw and what the film tells us. Jackson Smith and Jigba John is a really well-rounded wideout. You're going to hear this conversation a lot in this year's class. Like, what do each of these guys bring? Because it's not a wide receiver class where there is a clear and away number one. But Jackson Smith and Jigba does find himself on the top of my rankings, John, because he does everything well. And it really does start with excellent handwork. It sounds simple. I talk about it all the times. But I think we as a fantasy community undervalue the, the uh, value here of having sticky, consistent hands. He is a consistent target. He's going to catch the ball if it's on target, if, if it's off target. And, John, he has a great catch radius. So he's coming in here. He's listed by Ohio State around 6-0-197. So we'll see how that translates, you know, to, to his actual size. But regardless, he adds two or three inches in his catch radius, his athleticism. He's a smooth athlete, John. He moves around the field in a very fluid way. And I think he's a pretty crisp route runner. Now, Ohio State wideouts are always going to get knocked for not having a diverse route tree, right? And he's certainly not as technically refined as Chris Olave. But, John, he creates space at all three levels of the field. And if you can be a smooth, fluid athlete and create space into the deep third of the field, you got me sold, all right? You don't need to be a route running technician. It can help you. Don't, you know, nothing wrong with that. But, I think that JSN does just enough as it is now. He, John, he probably will play primarily in the slot at the next level, but I do think he could go outside. He could be a flanker here for an NFL offense if they needed him to. He's not a pure burner, John. That's going to be his knock throughout the evaluation. You're going to see his 40 time. You're going to compare it to a guy like Jalen Hyatt, right? And you're not going to be as excited, but his long speed is absolutely there. He doesn't play slow. He has quickness and he has downfield acceleration. So although the one weakness you're going to consistently hear for JSN is that he doesn't have a quick 40 time, he's not a slow wideout. And John, I think the stats would certainly back that notion up. Absolutely. And I want to address what allegedly the 40 time might be. I'll say this, Matt. He has football speed and sometimes we underestimate that actual skill and what i mean by that is mental processing and the ability to gain separation with movement on the field he's extraordinarily good at that second thing you mentioned slot receiver my friends he's a very interesting player but do not be bamboozled by him playing predominantly in the slot. When you have two first-round draft picks on the outside, Matt, 
you put your six foot one, 200 pound physical receiver in the slot. And here's where context matters and watching film matters. Look at his yards per reception, 15.4. You don't get 15.4 out of the slot unless you are doing something extraordinarily well on tape. And there's two things that I notice breaking down his patterns. One, he runs great vertical routes and gets on top of the safeties. Obviously, there is some scheme there, but he does it exceptionally well. And Ryan Day and the quarterback, C.J. Stroud, trusted him to beat those safeties. He's getting deep targets. Two, watch his crossing patterns, Matt. He's not running little seven-yard turnaround dig routes. He's running like 12, 15 yards down the field on a deep crosser and getting to the outside hash mark. So be careful. He runs a better route tree than you believe, and he's more explosive. He is more to Golden Tate than he is to Julian Edelman, and he's got the size and physicality. I think he's a combination of Tyler Boyd and Golden Tate, and he could be an 1,100-yard receiver in the right team in the NFL. Look at that receiving yard per team pass attempt, Matt. 3.25. That is off the charts. My baseline is 2.5. Again, he is running long patterns, and he gains yak yardage. He is phenomenal at that. I was blown away at the catch percentage, Matt. 85%. You mentioned it. The statistics back up his handwork. And 32% aerial dominator. I'm all in. The only concern is one year on film, and that's why he's got 110 receptions. I still think he doesn't make it out of the top 15 in the draft. What should fantasy footballers know about JSN? Yeah, John, you know, for me, his ADP projection in the Superflex League, it's going to be 105 to 108. He certainly could sneak his way in there at 104. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, relatively in that range. The, regardless, the takeaway here is that JSN is going to be a candidate for wide receiver one off the board in every fantasy football league. If you want JSN, you want to lock him up, you want to know you're going to get him, it's probably 104 that you need to safely be at but I think his ADP falls somewhere in the 105 to 108 range. In terms of the NFL draft, John, you know, it's going to be interesting. One of these wide receivers is going to go top 20. I don't know which one it is. So most of the guys right now I've just got in the 21 to 50 range, uh, but that's certainly no knock on their ability to perform at the next level. In terms of his rookie big board rating, John, that's an 8.1. That's the same number that I assigned to the top of last year's class and Chris Alave. So I'm valuing them very much in the same range. And John, Chris Alave right now is a wide receiver one in dynasty football, at least <laughs> in the rookie big board rankings. So I do have him in that league winner tier. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be a guy who over the next couple of years falls into that wide receiver one, wide receiver two type range and is, is going to be an impact player on your fantasy football roster. I'm going to have high exposure to him. If I'm sitting there at 105, JSN is going to be on the top of my board each and every time. Uh, and for me, you know, in terms of the value that he has right now, if you were doing a startup dynasty draft, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to go right about the same spot as Devonta Smith, right? Somebody that we value very highly, 
you know, maybe he's not going to be a 130, 140 target guy, but certainly can be a 100 target guy and certainly can be somebody who is going to break a fantasy football lineup if he ends up getting a lot of touchdowns, right, John? And the thing that you want to do here, if you're enjoying these rookie profile series, is get in on the action. You could see the full rankings, John's full rankings with his benchmarks, the rookie big board, the broken down profiles. All of that is available at patreon.com slash rookie big board. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the rookie big board.